Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Appcast. I'm your host, Trisha, and thank you so much for tuning in. The other day, I was just going through a box in my room, which was filled with books, and I was surprised to find an old journal of mine. Now, I'm not much of a journaling or diary writing person, but sometimes I just use this notebook to write down something that had happened to me, and I needed to reflect on it. I haven't written in this journal since about a year now, but as I was flicking through the pages and trying to decipher my hasty, scribbled handwriting, I came across this short paragraph that I had written down on the 15th of March this year when quarantine was just setting in. I thought, um, why not read it out to you guys? So here it is. For the first time in the last few days, I've been feeling better. I didn't sleep till noon today, and even though I feel really sad that I can't go outside to meet my friends this summer, I've been trying not to think about it too much. Lately, I've been letting my thoughts consume my actions and overwhelm me. These days, the obscurities of both the present moment and the future seem to make my resolve shudder. I've really been stressing out over my final exams that just got over and find it hard to sleep at night when the possibility that I may have let the expectations I have for myself down haunt me. I'm afraid of forgetting who I am. However, what if I never really knew the person I am inside because of all the times I chose to pull myself down and hide behind the shadows when told that I was much more than the doubts I inflicted upon myself? This evening, I watched The Pursuit of Happiness, a movie from which I realized that sometimes When it seems like there's bedlam around us, we need to keep fighting, keep lifting our heads above water, staying alive through it all no matter how tired and lost we feel. And I choose to believe in that despite knowing that tomorrow it's possible I might fall again, but I will get back up. Yep, that's what I'd written. Reading it now surprises me because looking back at all the inner turmoil I was enduring, I kind of feel proud of where I am today, but it wasn't as much pride as it was my choice to find a way out of it that helped me get through it. Yes, I am healing, just like a lot of us are around the world, but have I recovered from all the unhealthy imprints my past placed upon me? No. Often I keep losing focus and I find myself going down the same path I know I should be avoiding or having the same destructive mindset that could cause me a more that that could cause a more subtle yet significant harm to my character and goals still i believe recovery is a continuous lifelong process things might never get fully better but i believe it's about working on evolving ourselves into stronger individuals who understand and accept that it's okay to retrace our steps in order to remove the toxic traits that could implicitly affect not only just our well-being, but also that of others who truly care about us. Often, we misinterpret strong as unbreakable. However, there's a fine line between the two concepts. What a lot of people don't realize in today's society is that being strong doesn't mean that we should lock our emotions up in a bottle and throw it into the ocean. It doesn't mean that We have to carry all our burdens that threaten to break our backs all by ourselves. I think that strength can come to us in 
the most unexpected of times. And although you might not notice it, seemingly small accomplishments like getting out of bed in the morning when you're too frustrated and desolate that you're not being able to get your life together or understanding that sometimes you can do everything on your own are things that show your strength. You're not weak if you choose to listen to that inner voice that tells you to stop running and instead take small steps every day and hold on. Because sometimes it's okay to break down. It's okay to fall apart and then pick yourself up piece by piece. Just because someone neglects and invalidates the efforts you're making towards redeeming your past mistakes doesn't mean that you shouldn't appreciate yourself for how far you've reached. I've had parts in my life where I let my own opinions become overshadowed by the opinions of others and what they thought I would or wouldn't be able to do. And sometimes I still get carried away in a current of hesitation against taking that leap of faith simply because I convince myself that the darkness I'm falling in could burn me. Ironic, right? But I suppose that when I understand this fear of letting my previous actions and faults overtake my ability to make the right decision, I'll eventually figure my way out the twisted maze of uncertainty that a lot of us find ourselves in at different moments of our lives. I've been reading this book called Know My Name, A Memoir by Chanel Miller, an American writer and artist who also is known for being a sexual assault survivor of the 2015 Brock Turner case. In her memoir, she wrote, whatever past you come from, you don't have to go back. And that really stuck with me. Perhaps it was because I'm someone who quite frequently tends to feel humiliated and ashamed when I glance at my younger self. Often when I'm about to fall asleep, my deepest regrets or memories of some embarrassing incident that I'd buried deep in my mind tends to resurface and I feel like I could crumble. I keep forgetting that the past just defines the person I was, not who I am or who I can be. Of course, there's always going to be a part of me that'll try to convince me to return to the reckless, dumb ways I used to treat my life. Still, I feel when I feel like I'm drifting so much away from the present moment that I'm losing track of time, I find expressing the rumination going on inside of me in different ways really helpful. For example, writing a poem or going for a walk to the woods near my house are like escapes for me. Because when I'm doing those activities, I'm channeling the energy I could have used to degrade myself towards something more calming, and that helps me de-stress. As a workaholic who constantly feels like she's not doing enough and calls people crazy when they tell her to work on her sleep schedule, I'll admit that I would be a hypocrite if I preached about things I haven't been practicing lately. That being said, I've been trying a lot harder than I was last year to manage my own anxiety so that I don't panic too much when things get hard and I handle my schoolwork a bit more efficiently than I usually do. I think that nowadays a lot of us keep pushing away the need to take care of ourselves. And when I say that, I'm not necessarily implying that you should go do an elaborate skincare routine or manicure session, although that would be pretty nice, I'm sure. I'm just saying that 
doing the tiny things like making time for yourself to do activities you have fun doing instead of sitting on your desk all day and comparing the dreadfulness of your situation with someone else's could aid you in realizing how much it's important to pay attention to how to control your own thoughts and it'll help you clear your head because it's important to uh, continuously work on ourselves so that we gain the ability to focus more on what we actually do have the power to change in our lives rather than what we don't anymore. I find it hard to forgive myself a lot and end up being too harsh when I feel frightened by the challenges I'm facing too. But I know for a fact that when you stop turning your back on particular moments of your life that scare you, that's when your true courage will be tested. As Coraline said, when you're scared, but you do it anyway, that's brave. And I agree with that because sometimes there's only the hard path that is available for you to take so that you can reach a brighter place. And even though our lives aren't some sort of Triwizard tournament from Harry Potter, each one of us still is on a journey to somewhere unique, somewhere they can write their own story. So make use of the chances and the choices you have been given, the voice that you have, which can make all the difference in the world because not many of us get second chances. So yeah, that was it for this episode. I hope you found it useful in some way. And if you enjoyed listening to it, then do go follow the Instagram for the outcast at the underscore outcast underscore club. And feel free to DM me any questions or feedback you might have and would like me to answer. So yeah, please take care of yourself. That's very important. Stay safe and I'll see you soon.